and welcome to The Big Review Ski. My name is Owen and there's Rory and today we're here to talk about a film that made Rory laugh very, very much because he found it very, very funny. And for anybody who listens to The Big Review Ski, you'll know that I also try to make Rory laugh very, very much in the hope that he finds me very, very funny and it doesn't usually pan out. And so for that reason, I hate this film. I hate everything, and I'm just going to let Rory take it from here. What are we talking about, Rory? What hilarious film are we talking about? The hilarious film that we're talking about is The Mitchells versus The Machines, which is uh, a new movie that's directed and co-written by Michael Rianda. Uh, people may know him from a much-loved animated show called Gravity Falls, which is uh, kind of got a massive cult following. This is his first time directing uh, a feature film, uh, but he's got Phil Lord and Chris Miller as producers on this, and anyone who knows Lord Miller, even outside of their live-action stuff, like if you focus just on their animated stuff, it's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, it's the Lego movie, it's Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, it's all these really inventive, very funny, uh, very intelligent animated movies that constantly are like, if they're not telling a a scripted joke then it's because at that precise moment there's a visual joke happening on screen um and that kind of magic is also it's also in the mitchell's versus the machines it's got that kind of i think i i mentioned to you mentioned this to you before we start recording i was laughing so much that i was missing jokes so i already knew during the first viewing i was like i'm gonna have to rewatch this because there's just so many jokes and it's like airplane you know, when you're like, if you didn't find this funny, there's a joke coming in two seconds that you will find funny. Um, I thought you were going to compare it to the big review ski, but Airplane is also a great example. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Those two things. <laughs> um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, we've waxed lyrical about the two of them multiple times before. And actually, I think you had a chance to talk to them a, a few years back as well, didn't you? Sure did. Yeah. Um, it was for Spider-Verse when that came out. Um, and they're, you know just so immensely talented at everything they put their hand to. Um, but yeah, like they've, they've obviously given the reins to uh, Michael Rihanna on this one and it's, it's worked out because not only did he make it so kind of inventively gorgeous to look at um, the jokes, they just keep coming. And so many of them are so ridiculously funny. So anybody that Phil Lord and Chris Miller, I don't know why I always have to say their full name for some reason, mm. but anybody that they have the confidence, as you said, to hand the reins over to, like this guy, Michael Rianda, even though people may not be overly familiar with his work, it's obviously paid off because they've <laughs> done their research and they know that he is another talented uh, animated uh, writer and director because the films that you mentioned there are some of my favorite, not just favorite animated films from the last number of years, but just favorite films, full stop. Uh, especially like whenever Cloudy with a Chance of uh, Meatballs came out, I was like, "What? What is this? <laughs> this is did somebody make this film just for me?" But and then you get that with the Lego Movie, and then you get that with Into the Spider Verse as well. So all I've seen of this film, which as I said, I obviously hate because I'm insanely jealous sure. of it. But um, I've seen the the trailer. There was one just rec- uh, recently released, and. The trailer for this film is probably funnier than a lot of other comedies that are actually released as well. So um, one of the key things, who have we got in the cast, who are our amazing stellar voice cast, who obviously sitting at home, maybe nothing to do. Or was this was this planned for a 
for like a cinematic release before and then obviously i presume the pandemic just got in the way i think so yeah i think sony had plans for it to be released last summer so summer 2020 ish uh and then it was taken off their schedule and then netflix bought the rights to it so it's going straight to netflix friday 30th of april um so yeah i'd say sony who also had spider-verse were were thinking this would be a surefire thing uh back when it was called connected actually but I think I prefer the Mitchells versus the Machines because I think it's a more memorable title. Definitely. Um, but yeah, like they've got uh, Danny McBride, Maya Rudolph, uh, Olivia Coleman, Conan O'Brien. Just like some really, really big names and not not kind of... I always think of Megamind, even though it's not, a, it's not the best example. You know when you just get like a famous person to do the voice, but it's not necessarily yeah. someone you would relate with being a funny voice, even though Brad Pitt did a really good job in Megamind. Uh, more like, you know, Sandra Bullock in Minions. You're like, yeah, she's famous, but we could have got... the right fit. Exactly. Whereas with this, it does feel like they've gotten proper comedic people to do these voices. Like Maya Rudolph in Big Mouth remains maybe the funniest voice acting I've ever heard in my entire life. So anytime she's like, she's involved, she's doing voice. I'm like, okay, I'm there. Let me just see what she, I don't care what she's doing. I'm involved. Uh, so yes, it's that, it's that all the way down with the cast. Um, but the, the, I think the one standout for me is Olivia Coleman because she is voicing the sentient AI that's kind of like Siri or Alexa. Um, and she, she goes a bit rogue. She goes a bit Skynet. Um, because Olivia Coleman is essentially, she's an Oscar winner for the favorite. Yeah. Like you know, she's a an amazing dramatic actress. We know she can be funny as well because she's been in like so many for like Hot Fuzz. Completely stole um, the scene show every time. She she, off, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, I did. I was curious. How do you get Olivia Coleman to voice an evil phone that's meant to be kind of almost unemotional but still super evil? Uh, so that was just one of the the topics that uh, Rihanna discussed, as well as using Furbies, big evil Furbies. And nice. when your movie is so funny, which I'm sure you can relate to, having to edit out your own jokes just to save time because so relatable. Yeah, just like we're gonna have to. We have too many jokes. We have to take some take some of these out. So. Uh, yeah, he was he was a fantastically animated oi, uh, yeah. man to to talk to, and you'll hear it just in his voice. He he's so energetic talking about this film, um, and I'm already excited to see what he does next. And just to clarify, before we hear your interview with him, mm. it's not Rihanna, it's Mike Rianda, Rianda, with a hard D. Yes, there you go, Michael. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm good. Oh, I just spotted your your dog in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I do. This is, this is the because Machi is based on a real dog, and having him close makes me feel like he's still with us. <laughs> well, just just having him here too is just is calming me a lot. Um, I want to start off by giving you maybe the best complaint you might ever receive. I love it. Uh, I think this movie is too funny. I was <laughs> <laughs> I was actively watching it, and I was thinking. I'm going to have to rewatch this a few times because as I was laughing, I was missing jokes. Oh my I was God. Laughing that's, so. <laughs> that's a complaint. I love it. That's, uh, that's like mana raining down. So uh, like when it comes to, to writing stuff like this, where you can literally have jokes coming almost every 
two or three seconds, like yeah. visual and the script writing stuff and a combination of all that. Is that something you ever have had to contend with where you're like, we're going to have to space these out because it's just <laughs> rat tat 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 with the jokes? No, we, we, we actually, I was actually just thinking about it. We had on our whiteboard, um, it was like the goals for the movie. And like the last goal was like, greatest animated movie of all time. And it was like, oh, and then, and then it was like, not yet. But, um, but we, one of them was like, we wanted to have like 50 laughs um, because, you know, just sort of like when I watch movies like that, if the jokes are just like coming super fast and, and they, and especially if the hit, you know, we, we try, there was so many, there's, there's thousands of pages of terrible jokes that you'll never see, <laughs> but we wrote, we climbed over the dead bodies of those jokes to make um to make uh the ones that are in the movie so i'm I'm glad to hear it worked and and we did have to space it out sometimes too because we you know one of my friends once said to me like mike you don't like you don't have to prove that every minute is funny like you need to let it breathe a little bit more so um so there there was definitely jokes that we had to cut to like let emotional moments breathe or 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 whatever because it was getting too um wacky and it's pretty wacky. Absolutely. And like that's a good complaint to have. It's like we were we were so fun and we had to cut jokes out. So like congrats. <laughs> um one of the ones that landed so perfectly for me was the was the build-up to the reveal of the Furbies in the mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the the kind of demonic monster Furby itself. <laughs> like I, I already can see the memes and the and the gifts just built around <laughs> that guy when when it when it's released fully. But what were there any uh, I guess like copyright issues around getting the rights to using Furby or I mean, what, was there any other kind of big Furby-esque kind of yeah. thing that you could have used? No, it's, I mean, it's totally like at, at a certain point, because that was always, that was how we originally wrote it. We were like laughing. We're like, this is going to be amazing. And then like the producer's always like, it's never going to be in the movie. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, and I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll get it to work. And then, and then eventually it was sort of like, it was like, they were like, oh, I don't think this is going to work. We couldn't get a hold of Hasbro. Um, and then, so we had to change it. And it was like, we called it Tickle Me Melmo. And it was like, a, it was basically like a Tickle Me Elmo with a patch and a metal arm. And it was like, Mad Max, <laughs> like, come brothers. But when we showed it to the studio, the artists in the studio, they like rioted. They're like, where are the Furbies? What's happening? So we, um, so we like, I doubled down and I talked to some people I knew. And then, and the, the, the Hasbro people were really nice. I mean, they were just like, yeah, cool. I mean, you know, uh, I was like, look, we love Furbies. Um, you know, it'll be free advertising, whatever, you know. Um, and, uh, and they were, they eventually were down. Uh, and I'm just so happy about it because it's, it's, it's the craziest. It's like, that's like the moment that like, when you're like a film student, you're like, oh, we can't do this. this we're just messing around. And then the studio's like, no, you can do it. We're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just one final question. Uh, Olivia Coleman in this is oh. hilarious. How do you pitch to Oscar winner Olivia Coleman? Right, for this scene, we want you to be a sentient phone that is <laughs> flopping around on a table in anger. She was so game. Like, she's like, oh, I get to be a baddie. Like, she was like, um, and she, it was also funny because we asked her 
uh, if she wanted to be in the movie and it was before she'd won the Oscar. So we figured I, when she won, I was like, oh, I'm so happy for her, but she's never going to do the movie now. <laughs> and it was so cool that she did. And she was just so game. She's like flopping around on the table. Love it. Great. You know, like she's just like it, she 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 I think she just thought it was like a funny character. And she was like screaming at the top of her lungs, you know, like she was like giving it her all. Um, and it was so fun. And, and the, the amazing thing about her, she's, she's just as great as you want her to be in person. You're like, are we best friends now? This, this, this <laughs> woman is the greatest. <laughs> Fantastic. I could, I could literally talk to you all day about this film. I really, really loved it. But uh, time awesome. has come up against us. Congrats again Thank on the movie. Thank you so much. It was and, uh, wonderful uh, to talk to you. You too. Look forward to chatting to you about whatever you do next. Appreciate it. Okay, fine. You've won me over. I'm going to watch it. It obviously sounds amazing and I really like him. So, uh, and with your recommendation, mm. yes, come, what did you say? April 30th? It's going to be released straight to Netflix? Yes. Okay, I'm there. Yeah, like enjoy it. I know you, I know you will because I know you love Cloudy and Lego and Spider Verse and Mega Mind. And I could keep going. Like it's, it's not one of those animated films that feels like it's going for best picture. But it is one that you will end up rewatching a lot in the coming years just because it's that funny. Lovely stuff. And if anybody wants to see Rory's interview, as it's like as if this viral pleasure mm. wasn't enough for you. If you want to see Rory's chat with Michael Rianda uh, about the brand new film, The Mitchells versus the Machines, it's going to be up on Joe YouTube as well. And Rory, as ever, you've got a couple of articles up on Joe as well if people want to go and check those out as well. Um, well, that's pretty much it for today, Rory. Thank you as ever. Thank you to Sound Paul uh, on Sound. And thank you to everybody for listening and subscribing to The Big Review Ski. If you check out on The Big Review Ski on Twitter, we also have some brilliant prizes to give away, different things like uh, Game of Thrones box set at the minute as well in 4K of all the series, um, which is there for the taking. Um, that means like, you, that sounds like you can just go into, you yeah, actually have to enter gonna, the competition. Yeah. For legal reasons, we have to clarify that. So please don't and and even entering and doesn't guarantee you can Yeah, have it's, it. it's, a, it's, it's a competition, folks. Hopefully you're familiar with the concept. You never know. Um, you, listen, you just never know. And last but not least, don't forget TBR Spotlight is our focused deep dive on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The final episode is coming up uh, very, very soon. Uh, the sixth and final episode of the show on Disney Plus and also the sixth and final show of TBR Spotlight for that series but we do have some very exciting plans in the works look at you so exciting I know look at you leaving bigger cliffhangers than the show we're talking about (laughs) we're gone see you later bye bye bye